What really makes us better people is our capacity to question the status quo to achieve positive change. If you are seeking to adopt new habits, to learn about a kind lifestyle, low-waste living and speaking up for justice, you have come to the right place. Together, we will make the switch that will light up this world. I'm Morgan and I'm happy to welcome you on this journey. not an excuse for cruelty and many societies have ended or are working to end traditional practices such as slavery, cannibalism, infanticide, female, female circumcision, foot binding, bullfighting, fox hunting and many more that cause animals or humans to suffer. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, beautiful souls, wherever you are and whatever the time is, you are welcome here on this podcast. Today, as you might have guessed, we are going to talk about the topic of traditions and if those uh, justify cruelty, whether it's toward animals or human beings, but on this podcast, we were focused on animal abuse. In my daily activism I mostly talk about animals who are bred uh, into existence and murdered uh, in animal farming but recently I listened to one of the most recent episodes of the Disclosure podcast which is run by, uh, which is run by Earthling Ed um, who is a quite renowned uh, animal rights activist. This episode was called Staying Hopeful and Present in the Face of Animal Exploitation. In this one, he interviewed Joanne MacArthur. Joanne MacArthur is a Canadian photojournalist, a human, humane educator, animal rights activist and author who is known for her We Animals project which is a photography project documenting human relationships with animals. She wrote two books, one called We Animals and one called Captive. She also has uh, on her website, she actually I think has two websites, websites, one that's purely dedicated to her photography and one that's called We Animals Media. Uh, and there she has an archive with photos that she took over the years uh, from all kinds of industries or festivals or practices that involve animal cruelty. Uh, and you can find those, uh, like I said, on the website called We Animal Media, uh, which I will leave the link for this uh, in the description box. Um, just beware that some photos are graphic over there she has over 50 different categories of photos of, on animal abuse but also some photos uh, about animal rescues. Um, this, the point here is um, that if you're uh, an animal rights activist you, um, you are free to use her photos just as long as you cite her uh, and that you use um, the copyrights. 
So after listening to this episode, and she um, she just uh, explained some of her experiences and the different kind of cruel practices and traditions that she witnessed and photographed in her career. And I just, I asked myself, what can be some of the most, some of the cruelest traditions uh, toward animals on this planet? Um, and here is what I found. Uh, I came across a pretty good article from PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Um, there's no, um, I couldn't find any precise date of when this um, was released, but I would say it's pretty up to date. And even if it's not, um, you, I will explain my point uh, at the end. So let's see what do we have first. Um, I've got to take this a bit closer because my eyesight is not that good. Um, we have uh, first Cotzcaal Pato in Mexico. Um, so in Sitilcom in Yucatan, iguanas and opossums are stuffed into piñatas, which are then beaten with sticks. The animals who survived the initial, the initial assault are later killed by the crowd. And at the end of the festival, a duck is hung from a wooden scaffold and contestants try to grab him or her, which breaks the bird's neck and splatters the audience with blood. So as you can see, there is nothing really fun or respectful here about the animals who are the victims uh, in these circumstances. Um, and I will go on with the different traditions. Here we have 14 of them, and then we can exchange more on this. Uh, then comes Tracotapanbo festival in Mexico as well. During this annual fiesta in Veracruz, bulls are force-fed alcohol, dragged across a river by boats and then beaten and stabbed. Nothing uh, really nice here as well. Mexico again, Torneo de Razo. In this rodeo style event in Yucatan, horses are eviscerated by charging bulls. If you don't know what eviscerated means, it basically means that the charging bulls are running toward the horses pierce their bodies so they make different holes and the horses suffer. Although this cruelty is against the law, officials have taken no action to stop it. And you will see quickly that this is a very big generality that whether it's um, officials or politicians they don't take action against any of this. Number four, the festival of the ox, Fara de Boi, in Brazil. During Brazil's Fara de Boi, oxen are chased, punched, kicked, and beaten with sticks, knives, whips, stones, and ropes. Their eyes are rubbed with hot pepper and gouged out 
their limbs are broken and their tails are snapped and hacked off. And some are even doused with gasoline and set on fire. Any oxen who survive are eventually killed and their flesh is divided among the participants. Number five, Gadimai festival, Nepal. Every five years near the Nepal-India border, more than 100,000 buffalo, goats, chickens, ducks and other animals are massacred. We can call this a genocide. Nem Truong Pig Slaughter, pig slaughter Festival in Vietnam. Terrified pigs are tied by all four legs and forced onto their backs, spread eagle. A large sword is then used to cut the street. Sorry, is used to cut the oh, screaming animals in half. Seven, the famous, sadly famous Yulin Dog Meat Festival, China. Thousands of dogs are rounded up and crammed into cages with no food or water. Then they're transported hundreds of miles to be slaughtered and eaten. If you are surprised, well, don't worry, there's more human cruelty towards animals for you. Amkosi Ukweswama in South Africa, and sorry if I'm not uh, pronouncing all the names right. In a test of manhood, young warriors chase a bull around an enclosure, wrestle him to the ground, and kill him by breaking his neck or smothering him. Number nine, Toro de la Vega, Spain. This annual event takes place in the town of Tordesillas, where a bull is chased through the streets and stabbed to death with spears. Number 10, Perro Palo Festival, Villanueva de la Vera, Spain as well. There's a lot of um, nicely, very profoundly cruel um, traditions in Spain, as you will see. A terrified donkey in the village of Extremadura is pushed, pulled, kicked, bitten, and dragged by crowds of drunken revelers and alcohol is sometimes forced down the animal's throat. Number 11, we're approaching the end, but it's certainly not the end of all the cruel traditions that take place in the world. Running of the bulls, San Fermín Fiestas, Spain. In Papronas, running of the bulls, which is part of the San Fermín Fiestas, Bulls are prodded and goaded to make them panic and run down cobblestone streets. Screaming people run alongside the animals, grabbing and twisting their tails and hitting them with sticks and rolled up newspapers. They're then stabbed to death and bullfighting in bullfighting arenas. Number 12, sharing of the beasts, La, La Rapa das Bestas. Spain. 
in this Galician, Galician event, both horses are corralled and men and women jump on top of them, pulling their necks and tails in an attempt to wrestle them to the ground. Once the horses are overcome, the fighters brand them and share them and share their manes and tails. So, which means they just basically um, shave their tails and their manes, which is a horse's hair. Number 13. Toro Jubilo, Spain as well. Residents attach balls of flammable tar or pitch to the horns of terrified restrained bulls. The animal's horns are then set on fire and the panicked bulls who are either tied to stakes in public squares or released to run madly through the streets are left to burn for hours. The tar scorches the tar scorches their faces, eyes, and bodies. Many reportedly crash into walls in agony and blind terror. Their carcasses are later divided among the participants for consumption. Residents apparently believe that consuming the flesh of the tortured animals confers fertility and invincibility. Wow. What you need to do to be invincible and fertile, I surely wouldn't do that kind of stuff. Number 14, uh, Grindadrap, Faroe Faroe Islands. Um, entire pods of pilot whales are surrounded by boats and forced onto the shore where their throats are cut. So, yeah. That was quite bad, wasn't it? So my point is, um, whether those are still happening or not, they are the proof of humankind's, humankind's craziness and cruelty toward animals. Um, but you have to think, to realize, those are socially and legally accepted in those countries um, but it doesn't make them right and just like abusing and slaughtering animals in Europe or in the US is legal and socially accepted still it doesn't make it right it doesn't make it moral for the animals who go through a huge amount of pain huge amount of suffering or literally torn apart. They have their their heads chopped off. They are stabbed in the throat. How is it any different than what the people are doing in other countries? Um, yesterday, when I read through several articles on different traditions abusing and killing animals all over the world, um, I couldn't help but feeling rage and hopelessness for humankind. I just felt so powerless because um, I'm fighting for animal abuse in Europe because I live in Europe. But I cannot, I obviously cannot be everywhere at the same time on this planet. And it just, it just tears me apart to know that 
just like it tears me apart to know that right now there are cows who are being separated from their babies or who are being raped or there are pigs who are being gassed into chambers or who are buried alive because of the freaking coronavirus. I It just kills me to know that there are these millions of animals who are begging for mercy, begging for, just begging to live, to have the freedom of living. And I'm here and, and trying to, to help as much as I can, but the, there's nothing I can do about this. At least that's how I felt. I felt like there was nothing I could do about those animals who are present on those mad occasions and festivals abroad. And as I was reading I those different articles and they they used to be some fucking crazy traditions that I didn't even mention here, but something like goose pulling like in bulgaria i think it's apparently banished abolished but in some villages apparently some people still do it and they hang a goose with um, a cord and like a, a rope and then a man or maybe even woman like this, this is the thing like when we talk about empathy, like people think like empathy is more a woman thing, but there's there's no difference. There's no difference. It doesn't matter the, the sex, the, the gender. People can be truly mad and, and conditioned to to accept cruelty and even to engage in it. Um, and yeah, the, the person would run on a horse, which is already abusing an animal. And they would run toward the goose who is hanging down and they have to try and catch their neck and pull their neck. Like, how do you how do you think that feels like to have your neck torn apart your body? Just just like the animals that we slaughter in slaughterhouses. Like, do, do you think it's fun for them? Um But yeah, I just it just really like um, it flabbergasted me. I, I don't know if that's a word, but I was just flabbergasted and and shocked to find out that even though some of those traditions are banned, there are people trying to intervene to stop this from from happening to to ban this. But the people there are so conditioned; they're just so brainwashed because some religion in some book that someone wrote who we don't even know or something is stated that you have to sacrifice animals like like what kind of better feeling or, or respect about yourself does it bring to kill an innocent individual and torture him or her um, but even the people who try to intervene, such as journalists and photographers um, or animal organizations who try to end those kind of cruel practices, they would be violent, violently bashed from the people in those countries because they're, like I said, just brainwashed. And they would be 
spit on or even some of them were beaten and they were threatened to leave uh, if they held on to their life um, and I just realized when when people are so cruel to animals to me there's no wonder that they would react um, so horrendously when we try to um, prevent them from doing this because they're just so conditioned they want to try and, and justify their abuse of animals and it's just such a, vis a vicious circles because they're doing something that's so obviously freaking wrong and immoral and if someone tries to to help you to hold you accountable for your actions so that you realize the the cruelty of your actions well they they're already so much yeah so much fucked up that um they also try and justify this by resorting to cruelty towards other human beings and yesterday as well as today my mind just cannot grasp how people can celebrate values such as compassion and love and dignity and whatever do i know at someone's expense like how can you celebrate something that's yeah that that's that actually embodies some core values that all human beings have at the beginning and i'm i'm sure at the beginning when we're born we're just so we're we're yearning for love we just thrive to be loved and and you can if you um i was i think i watched the the beginning of a um a new series on Netflix and it's called Babies and you can just see and even through the, the different uh, studies that they run that babies just want love they just and and that's why I think we're all just purely good when we're born but then we've become corrupted and, and insane because of of the experiences that we've lived and, and and the condition the conditioning that we've under um, undergone from society um, so we could just say the same about uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving like how can people think that actually um, like slitting a, a turkey's or a chicken's throat can like purge them of their or or just bring them redemption or how can you feel like a good person if you're literally paying for someone to die and and to live in misery it just it, i don't get it um but yeah if you if you even try to tell people the truth and and really put into light the cruel side of their actions they just prefer to ignore it and then try to justify or tell you that you are the aggressive person which is the case in, in the vegan movement and not not only uh, do non-vegans tell that vegans are aggressive 
because of some tone we might be using. But even vegans tell other vegans they're aggressive. But how can you talk about billions of innocent livings being slaughtered with with a calm and or or funny and, and joyfully tone? It just you of course you have to get angry about this kind of things. Um, especially when you know that we live in a world where stealing the rights of others, abusing them and killing them is tolerated. And to me, it's just so obvious that somehow now or later, we have to pay the price for it, for our wrongs. And, and now we're seeing it, it's happening with coronavirus. Um, but yeah, everything could be just so much simpler and, and more peaceful if we just understood that we're all different, but we all deserve the same fundamental rights. Um, and whether you're an animal rights activist or not, we all ought to fight against cruelty in any shape or form, whether it's considered as a tradition or not, whether it's legal or not. Cruelty is cruelty. Abuse is abuse. Um, and against those traditions, what you can do is simply, well, not to take part in them and raise awareness about them. Uh, support organizations who are still um, trying to ban those traditions, sign up petitions, um, and as a first step, just start by leaving cruelty out of your plate and out of your lifestyle. If you don't engage in cruelty and you just um, show people through your lifestyle that you don't have to kill innocent animals in order to thrive, um, there will be always more people who will understand just the immorality of abusing animals and killing them. And I think that if more people understood that animals have rights and would stop eating them, we would definitely just have more support and power to fight against these gruesome traditions. If all people on this planet started by leaving um, animals off their plate and their lifestyle, then maybe we would see some progress as well uh, in this kind of traditions. So um, yeah, I will leave some more info uh, on the description box and also uh, on YouTube if you're watching. Um, again, take care and um, if you're very sensible, sensitive sorry, to graphic images, well then go in uh, We Animals Media, go in Joan MacArthur's photographs, but go in the nice pictures and the nice ones about uh, animals who were rescued and yeah i hope this will bring some food for thought uh, for anyone who who was watching and otherwise i will wish you a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are and i hope i will see you in the next episode bye, -bye.